Dating Club's The Closing Stretch. I'm Diane Knox-Bayless and, um, well, I'm going to introduce the guys in their very tropical destination of Abu Dhabi this week. Duncan and Neil, are you guys having the best time? Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing, Diane. Um, although we got here yesterday and um, it was a bit cold, actually. There were some people walking about with bubble hats on. Um, but, but thankfully, the sun has come out and uh, I've still managed to get sunburned, um, even though it's not been all that sunny. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I am very impressed. We always have to mention Neil's attire at the start of the show. And I um, there's nothing I can say about the polo shirts. Nothing bad about them because the branding is on point, guys. Pulled it out of the bag for the trip and got a holiday haircut. Match. <laughs> Did you have a holiday pint at the airport on the way out? Several. <laughs> okay, okay. We, were so, we were so jet lagged yesterday. Um, felt like a zombie most of the day, so it was good to actually enjoy it today. And we got we got the weather too. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that because you were at the DP World Tour. It was the Abu Dhabi tournament, and it was a, it's literally just finished as we're recording this. So, how was the action out on the course? Oh, fantastic. Uh, we had Rafa Cabello Bello tipped up at the start of the week at 100 to 1. So um, he gave us a real run for our money. Um, I, if it wasn't for two pulled iron shots, uh, just as he as he played 15 and 16, um, he, he would have had a really decent chance. But yeah, great, great run for our money at 100 to 1 and obviously a full each way place, which is always nice. Okay, what are you guys going to do next out there? We're going golfing tonight. Yeah. Right. Night, night golf. Okay. <laughs> and Abu Dhabi. <laughs> There'll be plenty of videos on social media, don't worry. Okay, living the dream. Right, well, we have to talk about the PGA Tour because stateside, it's the American Express. Now, it's in Palm Springs. It's a 54-hole cut. So the guys were playing over three courses, La Quinta Country Club, the Nicholas course, and the Stadium course. And now ahead of the final round, they're all playing the Stadium course, which is the hardest of the three. We have the famed Alcatraz hole, which is terrifying. Um, guys, I'm sure you've been following along with the action anyway, but we have two tied at the top on 18 under par in Lee Hodges and Paul Barjon. So... Neil, what do you make of the two names at the top? Unknown. <laughs> uh, they're both ranked outside the uh, 300 in the world. Um, so no one was expecting them to be contending um, this week. Um, funnily enough, they've been playing uh, every round this week together. Um, and I think they finished on the stadium course yesterday and both played really well on the stadium course. So that's a, that's, that's a good sign for them playing, playing there again today. Um, they actually co-led an event in the Nationwide Tour back in 2020. Um, Lee Hodges got the better of Barjon that day by two shots. Um, it wasn't a convincing display by either, looking at the scores. Um, I think out of the top 10 at the end of the day, that those were the two worst scores. So that could be a sign of things to come today. Um, obviously, they're both going for their first PGA Tour title. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Barjon's best finish... Um, it's something like a T20 back in 2019. And Hodges has got something like a T11. So this is by far and away their biggest day of the year um, and season and probably career. So yeah. it's going to be hard for them today. Um, we are more than happy to take them on, to be honest. Um, we just think it's it's a lot of pressure um, for where they're at in their careers. So we're going to take them on. 
um, and we'll talk a bit about who we're going to take them in a minute. What I will say about the two of them, though, is they played the stadium course yesterday in really tough conditions and the toughest conditions that we'd seen on the hardest course over the three days. It was windy yesterday. Hodges shot eight under and Barjon seven under. Those are real standout performances on that course. And they've got the familiarity on their side and that they're playing the same track again today. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that they're comfortable playing with each other. You know, in a postcard interview, they were talking about how they're good friends and, and good buddies. And they obviously both graduated from the Corn Ferry Tour uh, as well. So, you know, they've got that, that, that comfort with each other, which will certainly help them in the last round. Yeah. Um, and it, neither of them will probably ever have a better chance of, of winning on the PGA Tour. Um, so, you know, they, they obviously can step up and they can grasp it. But, you know, like Neil said, I, I think for us, that, that inexperience that they both have at this level will, will ultimately, will ultimately pay the, uh, ultimately count. Um, and I think they'll both struggle in the final round. Yeah. Right, Dunk. Well, only one shot back is Tom Hoagie at 17 under. And we've seen Hoagie in contention quite a lot, really. I mean, he just finished T4 at the RSM Classic at the end of 2021. He's number 34 in the FedEx Cup standings right now. So that is testament to his golf and the way his game is progressing. I mean, Hoagie has been knocking on the door for a long time to get that win. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I, he's one of these characters that actually me and I disagree on. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes people sometimes ask us, you know, like how do we come to decide our bets? Um, and, and obviously we, we fight quite a lot. But um, Tom Hoagie is one of these real like salt and pepper, you know, kind of characters for us. And I, I hate Tom Hoagie. I don't, I don't rate him very much at all. <laughs> uh, whereas Neil, Neil was a big Tom Hoagie fan. Okay, we're going to get both sides of the story here then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think Tom Hoagie under pressure is particularly susceptible to, to a kind of Sunday collapse. Um, you know, he, he was at Northern Trust and uh, the RSM that you mentioned, and he had so-so performances. Um, and then at the start of 2021, he was he was close to contention. Uh, the, the, another pro am actually at the at Pebble Beach. Mm -hmm. uh, you know he was two shots off the lead going into the final round, uh, and, and he slipped down to something like 12th, I think. Um, so so for me, I I would take on Tom Hoagie, you know, any Sunday, uh, whereas Neil is slightly less bullish. Okay. Um, so, so he was he was one that we ended up uh, overlooking this week. We came to a consensus. Oh, so you won, Neil. You had to cave yeah. in a little bit. <laughs> Older brother. <laughs> okay. okay, right. So, well, Neil, who are you looking at then to really make moves and and contend today? Well, before we look at having another bet today, we're already in a fabulous position. We've got um, Seamus Power was our headline selection this week, um, so we tipped him up at thirty-three to one. Um, so he's in a brilliant position, um, as Duncan talked about. We don't kind of... Hoagie isn't the best under pressure, I'll admit that. But I, I think he is due a win. Um, he's, he's got about seven or eight top fives now in the PGA Tour. Um, it's kind of like one of those ones. It's only a matter of time before he eventually gets over the line, I think. Yeah. Um, but we, we think Power is just... He's just playing the best golf of his life at the moment. He, he must be, have so much confidence... Um, so hopeful he can get over the line. The one thing I'll say, he only shot three under par at the stadium course, mm -hmm. um, I believe. So he, he will need to go lower than that probably to get the job done today, but fingers crossed. Okay. And power is only two off the pace at 16 under right now. So, right, let's dive a little bit further down then and look at some of the other names. Yeah, so there's, there's a strong chasing pack at um, 15 under. 
So three back from the leaders, um, three of which have already won in a PGA Tour. Um, so Hudson Swafford was one we looked at and we really thought about. He's playing some great stuff this week. He was available at 22 to 1. Um, but ultimately, we've looked back at the history of the tournament, in particular over the last couple of years. And um, Patrick Cantley made a charge from well off the base last year. I think he shot a 61. And it took a really good performance from Siwoo Kim that day to, to uh, keep him at bay. And something similar happened a year before as well. Abraham Ansar shot a 63 in the final round and really made a run at Andrew Landry. So we're, we're seeing a sort of a theme there and we think the cream could rise today. And now we've been offered great odds on Patrick Cantley and John Ram, um, who are 14 to 1 and 20 to 1 respectively. So I think taking a chance on both of them today could be a great option. Um, so that's what we've advised. Okay. Well, the thing with Cantley is he's only four shots back. And as you say, he has, well, he had, he had a bad day yesterday. I mean, shooting 72, we're not used to seeing Cantley's putter being cold. And that's exactly what happened on Saturday for him. And the same with Ram too. I mean, the two of them could be significantly better. I mean, Ram hold a, a great long putt on 18 to finish. And that was definitely the highlight of his day. So... There's a, as you say, there has been this kind of trend. What I will say though, I had a dream <laughs> on Monday night. I know. I had a dream on Monday night that Hudson Swafford won. Okay, and I like put it out of my head completely until I was watching the coverage yesterday and saw the leaderboard and was like, oh my gosh, he's in a tie for fifth. <laughs> Right, so, maybe for all the viewers, just put a saver bet on Hudson Swafford. Uh, Five dollars or something. Just cover your stakes. We don't want to lose if Hudson. Hudson Swafford wins today. Okay, and it was Martin Luther King Day in the US this week, so starting with I Have a Dream, there's there could be some good vibes there. Right, Neil, any other bets then? Um, yeah, so if you if you want a, an outside play from a bit further back, um, some each-way value or top five, te top ten, um, we've advised um, Davis Riley, who's an up-and-coming player on tour. Um, I think I read a quote about him, actually, with Will Zalatoris. Said it's just a matter of time before this this guy hits the top. He's got an amazing swing. He's just he's he doesn't really have many faults to his game, and he's only going to keep getting better and better. Um, so he's he's five back from from the leaders. But if what we think is going to happen that the leaders stall a little bit, five shots suddenly isn't too much, and um, hundred to one is worth a small place. We've advised him um, zero point five points each way um, to come from off the pace today. Okay, there's one other name I want to mention quickly because Neil gives me a hard time for picking this guy. He's only four shots back. Denny McCarthy. <laughs> Denny McCarthy. It's a no from us. <laughs> All right. Okay, Duncan. Well, last weekend, the parlay did great. So you've got a lot to live up to this week for the Amex. So who are you going to do? Yeah, absolutely. We've got a double uh, actually this week because they're going out in three balls the final round rather than two. Uh, we've only got two selections uh, this week, but there's two selections who, who we quite like. So the first one is Cameron Young, uh, and he's up against Francesco Molinari and Lanto Griffin. Uh, now, Lanto has been struggling with a back injury uh, all week. Uh, he, he's just been managing his way around after he injured it, picking up his dog. Uh, um, so although it's not hindered his performance so far, there's always that element of it, it could trouble him a bit today. Uh, and Cameron Young is a fantastic uh, closer, a fantastic round four player. 
You know, he, he won twice last year on the Corn Ferry Tour, and he really impressed uh, at the Sanderson's Farms uh, at the end of last year as well. So we really like Cameron. And uh, I think he's a, he's a good shout. You know, Francesco Molinari uh, is obviously a quality player, but he's been you know missing in action mm-hmm. for the last couple of years. Um, Cameron's probably worth a shout, I think, in that feeble. Uh, in terms of the other one that we like, uh, we've gone for Grayson Sig, uh, and he's up against Martin Trainer and Charles Howell III. Um, now, Gray- Grayson is a player that we really like. We think that he's going to go on to big things uh, in the next couple of years on the PGA Tour. And he started this week really well. Uh, before a 73 yesterday at La Quinta really halted him in his tracks. Um, we think that uh, he can he can go well at, at big odds today. Martin Trainer uh, is inconsistent. For all that I love, Martin Trainer. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't? Extremely... He's such a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> he's extremely up and down. Uh, and then a three ball scenario, you know, he, he's worth he's worth taking on uh, if you're getting decent odds elsewhere, which we are. Uh, and obviously Charles Howell is the class, the class player from the three. Um, but you know, I, I think that the odds that we're getting for Grayson Sig, you know, we're getting around uh, two to one. Um, I, I think that's worth worth a look on Grayson Sig. So the, the, the double for today in the final round then is Cameron Young and Grayson Sig, and that should pay around eight to one. Okay, great. Right, and then we're looking at John Ram and Patrick Cantley to make some moves. And of course, Seamus Power, who you were touting from the start, to uh, to definitely be there or thereabouts today. That's it. Okay, guys, great. Well, thank you so much. Enjoy your time in Abu Dhabi. What have you got planned for the rest of the trip? So big night tonight. Uh, we're off to night golf. Uh, so it's the back of the brothers uh, so if you want to know who's going to win uh, tune in to social media so <laughs> on Twitter we're at Golf Betting Club or Instagram at Golf Betting Club official uh, and then after tonight we're off to Raz Al Khaimah uh, for a few days golf uh, the European Tour or the DP World Tour will be stopping there uh, in a couple of weeks so we're off to check out course conditions and, and see how it sets up ahead of uh, the DP World Tour stopping there so um we're leaving no stone unturned uh, to try and get some inside information. Good. And well, that inside information is what you guys are so good at. So if you haven't subscribed already to the Golf Betting Club service, then well, make sure you check out the website golfbettingclub.com. And our show, The Closing Stretch, comes out every Sunday. You can find it on YouTube and on all the podcast apps and sites as well. Just search for Golf Betting Club. Right, guys, thank you so much. Okay, well, we know that you've got some fun stuff to get up to tonight, so we'll be following along on social and um, we'll definitely be looking for a rundown of the Battle of the Brothers next Sunday. <laughs> Absolutely, look forward to it.